Plantar fasciitis is the worst, right? Stabbing heel pain every morning is no way to start the day. But the human body is amazing and can heal your plantar fasciitis without pain medications, injections, or surgery, so you can stand, walk, and run without pain. So the big question is what's the right formula to heal plantar fasciitis? Join me as we uncover what works and what doesn't work to heal your plantar fasciitis completely. I'm Dr. AJ Ludlow. Welcome to the Plantar Fasciitis Secrets Podcast. Hey everyone, welcome back to the podcast. Have you ever wondered what supplements might help your plantar fasciitis? Maybe you're taking a multivitamin thinking that that will cover your bases, but it may be worth taking a few specific vitamins to help your plantar fasciitis heal. There's one vitamin that in my mind should be non-negotiable for overall health and for healing plantar fasciitis, and that is vitamin D. In some people, vitamin D by itself will heal plantar fasciitis. Vitamin D actually isn't even a vitamin, it's a hormone that is produced in your body as a result of sun exposure. This hormone actually affects every cell in your body, so if you're deficient, you're going to run into some health problems, most likely, and it's actually extremely common to be deficient. So in this podcast, we want to talk about what vitamin D does, how much you should be taking, should you worry about overdosing and other questions. So make sure you listen to the end to get all the information because there's a very good chance that you are deficient and getting your levels up very well could be the thing that heals your plantar fasciitis. First, really quick, I just want to tell you a little bit about my story with vitamin D. For me, vitamin D was completely off the radar. I have five kids, but at the time, I think we only had three or four. But two of our kids were in school, and it seemed like we were getting sick a lot. The kids would go to school, pick something up, give it to each other, give it to us, and we would have circulating viruses or whatever going through our family. One time, the kids caught a particularly nasty virus that caused nausea and stomach cramping, but no vomiting or other symptoms, but just horrible pain and discomfort, and it lasted for well over a week. There wasn't any medication that helped. It was just awful, and the doctor said there wasn't really much that could be done. Soon after witnessing that gut-wrenching experience, I came across an article on vitamin D talking about the signs of deficiency and how if your levels are low, your immune system may not be functioning at its best. In this article, it talked about how some experts believed the whole reason we have a cold and flu season is because people's vitamin D levels drop because unless you live near the equator, your body won't produce enough vitamin D in the winter because we are indoors so much. But even if you're outside during the winter, the sun isn't strong enough to signal your body to produce vitamin D in most of the world. This made sense to me, so I ordered some vitamin D and we started taking it as a family. Over time, we came to notice that we got sick much less often than we used to. And if someone in the family does get sick, it only lasts for a day or two and it's very short and mild. Since beginning to take vitamin D, I've done a lot of reading and research on it and I've come to understand there are many more benefits than just helping your immune system. Like I said earlier, every single cell in the body is affected by vitamin D. So it's one that you want to make sure you're getting enough of, especially if you can't get it through the sun. The government recommendations in the United States are quite conservative and I would consider to be low or at least too low to make much of a difference in your vitamin D levels. The recommended daily amount in the United States is 600 international units or IU per day. For most people, this won't move the needle much if they are deficient. Many people assume they get enough from their multivitamin or from the sun, but we are spending more and more time indoors and have been taught to put on sunscreen when we spend a lot of time outside. 
and the sunscreen will keep you from absorbing enough sunlight or UVB rays to produce vitamin D. We just don't get outdoors often enough to have optimal levels of vitamin D. As they study populations around the world, but you know, especially this has been found in the United States, they're finding people, even in sunny states like Florida, have high rates of vitamin D deficiency. Vitamin D deficiency has been linked with a lot of different health issues, including respiratory illnesses like the cold and flu, bronchitis, pneumonia, and even COVID-19 infection, uh, osteoporosis, depression, schizophrenia, dementia, diabetes, prostate cancer, erectile dysfunction, heart disease, breast cancer, and rickets. Vitamin D also plays an important role in regulating inflammation throughout the body and is very important for optimal immune function. So if your vitamin D levels are low, your inflammation levels are likely going to be elevated as a result, which leads to aches and pains throughout the body and a lot of other uh, negative effects. People who are most prone to vitamin D deficiency are the elderly, people who stay indoors a lot. So based on skin color, the darker the skin, the more sun exposure it takes to produce vitamin D. People who take medications such as laxatives, steroids like prednisone or cortisone, and certain cholesterol medications. People with Crohn's disease and celiac disease are at an increased risk of deficiency. And people with obesity are at increased risk since excess body fat in the body absorbs the vitamin D and makes it unavailable or less available in the blood. Signs of deficiency include frequent sickness or infections, fatigue, depression, back pain, bone pain, slow healing wounds, bone loss, hair loss, muscle pain, muscle weakness, muscle cramps. If you get frequent injuries or aches and pains, there's a good chance you're deficient in vitamin D, and that includes plantar fasciitis. So how much vitamin D do we need to reap the benefits? It's pretty safe to take 5,000 IU or international units a day of vitamin D. For most people, that would be a pretty good maintenance dose. But that isn't always enough to raise someone's levels very quickly or sometimes at all. If you know you are low or suspect you are, you can take a higher dose for a two to three week period of time to get your levels up. 10,000 to 25,000 international units is generally considered quite safe over like a three week period of time, for example. Vitamin D toxicity is possible, you can get too much, but it is very rare and would likely take a dose of 50,000 or more international units per day for many months to reach that level. So what are normal levels in the blood of vitamin D? Normal levels in the blood range from 30 to 50 nanograms per milliliter. This is what most doctors go by to determine if you have enough vitamin D, but many experts are finding this recommendation to be on the low side and that 50 to 75 nanograms per milliliter is optimal. Some people notice benefits around 100, but many doctors will consider this to be too high and may tell you to back off the vitamin D. This podcast is not medical advice, so whatever you do, consult your physician, but at the minimum, you want to be on the higher side of the normal range than the lower. If you're around 30, you're missing out on a lot of benefits. There's an interesting book that looks at the effects of taking a very high dose of vitamin D, and the author has published self-reported cases of people's experience taking high doses of vitamin D, and some people found that their plantar fasciitis went away relatively quickly after taking higher doses. They're not scientific studies by any means, but just some people that have followed what they found from this book taking high doses of vitamin D. 
one plantar fasciitis sufferer of two years reported that he took 25,000 IU per day and was cured after two weeks. Another plantar fasciitis sufferer said he took 25,000 international units and noticed that it reduced his plantar fasciitis pain and on the fourth day he noticed that he was able to walk from his car to his apartment without assistance, which was the first time in nine months he was able to do that. He usually required two canes to walk that distance. Another woman started high-dose vitamin D and said it ended her two-year bout with plantar fasciitis. And another said that she increased from 6,000 international units um, of vitamin D with K2 to 10,000 IU plus K2 and noticed her plantar fasciitis went away completely. And one more case study reported that after 19 days of 20,000 IU per day taken with vitamin K that her plantar fasciitis was gone and that she could wear normal shoes again. These case reports are not definitive proof or scientific evidence. There are no studies that directly analyze the effect of vitamin D on plantar fasciitis, but there are studies that show a reduction in various types of pain in those that are D deficient. As always, there are a lot of variables at play, but with vitamin D, there are so many proven benefits, it's worth giving it a try, and in, in my opinion, making it a part of your long-term health strategy. So, in my opinion, it's safe to take a dose of 25,000 IU per day for three weeks to see how it affects your pain. I take a version of vitamin D that also has added K2, which helps uh, manage the levels of calcium in your blood because you want it more in your uh, bones and not in your soft tissues or blood as much. So K2 helps, helps manage that, especially when you're taking a high dose. But the best approach is to have your vitamin D levels tested so you know exactly what your levels are. Your doctor can have this done with a simple blood test or there are several at-home vitamin D tests that you can do and send in for results to make sure you're not too high or too low. But as always, consult with your physician before making health decisions. But I hope this is helpful. It's helped me and my family and I have a link in the resource page of the brand that I personally use for, for myself and my family. Again, hope that helps. Thanks for listening and have a great day. 